The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, to uh, continue with uh, a little bit what I said earlier, that um, a very valuable thing to be aware of is the influence that what we do, what we think, what our attitude has on us. So the mind is always doing something. If if we're talking, if we're acting, if we're living in the world, the activity of the mind, the activity of the body, the activity of the words, of what we say, you can ask yourself, what influence does having this have on me? So if you are full of, you know, irritation about something or other, you might be focused on the object of the irritation. But to switch the attention from the object of the irritation to your concern for that, to ask the question, what influence does this irritation have on me? And we find out maybe the shoulders are tense. Maybe the belly is contracted. And maybe we're kind of hot. Or the mind is beginning to spin, agitated, in a way it wasn't before. If you do something that you see someone who's a little kid who just seems like a sweet little kid and, and, uh, you know, they're in the park and their ball goes kind of into the street and so you go out to get the ball for them and you hand it back and the kid says, so sweetly, thank you. And What's the influence of your generosity? What's the influence that has on you? And you probably feel a very different feeling than when you're irritated. <clears throat> so when you're thinking thoughts, it's easy to be concerned with the content of the thoughts, what you're thinking about. And sometimes people are addicted to that, or really attached and tangled with what they're thinking about. But we can ask ourselves, what's the influence of these thoughts on me? You might feel, sometimes you can feel it physically. You feel like the forehead is all scrunched up or tight, or you can feel the energy in the body, or you can feel energy in the mind kind of swirling. You might feel that if there's a lot of kind of contraction around thinking, that there's contraction in the body somehow. If you're having uh, <clears throat> other thoughts about, you know, how nice it was to that little experience you had in the park with a kid getting the ball and how the kid said thank you, that doesn't, there's no, there's no stress in that. It's just kind of, oh, that was nice. This kid said nice thank you for me. Something softens in you. So what's the influence that, of what we do, what we say, what we think. If and even the attitudes, the emotions we have, what the influence do they have on us? What remnants? What happens when we're angry? What happens when we're generous? What happens when we're happy? What influence does that have on us? And once we start taking in the experience of the influence, we realize that there's a whole, a very important aspect of consequences. 
Oh, if I do X, it has this consequence. If I do Y, it has a different consequence. And if you start seeing the consequences much more clearly, the hope is that then you'll make wiser choices about what to do and not to do. You know after a while that having a lot of uh, uh, resentment for how someone else is driving on the freeway to cut you off, you see in the influence that that resentment has on you. And you realize that you're harming yourself by spinning out in that resentment. And the person has long since driven off, so what good does it do that person that you're feeling resentment or angry? So you start seeing, oh, look, this is not, this is not good for me. So one option is to then not do it. The other option, which is part of the power of mindfulness with all these things, so take the resentment as an example. If you feel the influence that has on you, the impact it has, and you feel the tension, you feel the pressure, you feel the compulsion, you feel the, the, the pain of the irritation, just that feeling of it just that being present for it has its own impact. And you can ask yourself the question, what's the influence? What influence does being present and aware of my resentment have on me? And you might discover that simply being aware in a clear, full way of the resentment, something shifts inside. There's a little more space, your breathing becomes a little bit easier. You're not writing it so closely that you didn't fix it, you didn't make it go away, but something shifted just being aware of it. And starting to take in the influence that mindfulness has on you is a good thing to do, to recognize how it's beneficial. Because then it's not just a matter of being mindful for mindfulness' sake. It's supposed to be mindful, it's supposed to be present for whatever's going on. But rather, you're being mindful because you want to allow that benefit of beneficial effect to grow in you. If you're a little bit calmer in the middle of being anxious because you are mindful of the anxiety, that calmness is beneficial. And so maybe then if you that encourages you to keep staying close to the mindfulness. It doesn't solve the anxiety, but just makes it easier for it to be there because there's calm. And you recognize the calm. And you recognize how the consequence of the mindfulness was a little bit more calm. You might recognize the absence of the mindfulness means that you're a little more anxious. It's not dramatic, but the little difference could make a huge difference in certain ways in your life. So influence. Uh, What's the influence things have on you? In classic Buddhist teachings, uh, this would be, uh, belongs to the category or the teaching that's called conditionality. That there's a big emphasis in Buddhism that nothing arises without being conditioned by other things. So, so 
by talking about influence, maybe just a different, different perspective of, by, of saying, um, uh, how has what you do what, what conditioned other things? How does your resentment condition how you feel in your body? How does your generosity condition, condition how you feel in your body? But that's a little kind of abstract to say conditions. So influence, I think, is a nice way of saying it. What's the influence? What impact does it have? And maybe now I'm repeating myself, but part of it is that it isn't just the... Uh, so it's not just simply being mindful of what is, but we also want to become mindful of the consequence, the impact, the influence that mindfulness has. What difference does it make for you to be mindful? And the more you can take in and recognize the influence, the difference it makes, the beneficial influence can grow. It can support you, it can encourage you, it can inspire you. Oh, it works. In a way that that, uh, might not be there if what you're trying to do is to be mindful of something that's uncomfortable. I'm just going to be mindful of it until it goes away. I just don't want it to be there, and mindfulness maybe will make it go away or something. Um, uh, that's kind of very different approach than, oh, when I was mindful of it, I wasn't trying to get, a, get rid of it, but something began shifting, started opening. There was a softer, kinder, more, less troubled by the issue that I'm having. And by being less troubled, something began to shift. And then you let that shift keep growing and developing. And lo and behold, you, the whole thing that you thought was a problem didn't exactly go away, but the whole environment, psychosomatic environment in which you're experiencing it, has shifted so much that it's not this problem it was before. So it's not a direct frontal attack on something that some people have. <clears throat> but stepping away and then appreciating the value of just being present, just being present. And the value is found in the influence that mindfulness has. And the re- remarkable thing about this is that um, if, you do, if, you, if you have something that's unhealthy that you're doing, unwholesome, like anger or something, resentment, if you feel the influence on you, well, that's not a good influence. That's really stressful. But if you bring mindfulness to that, just mindfulness, that creates different influence than if you just kind of barreled ahead uninterruptedly with the anger. So mindfulness kind of changes the inner ecology for the better without intentionally trying to change it, it changes it anyway. And, it, and, uh, and then if, as you're aware of that change, then it allows that to grow, it allows that to inspire you, and it, it can be a guide for how to keep finding your way forward. So th- you might try this in your meditation. And sometimes is to just sit and just ask yourself the questions. Once you recognize how you are, then ask, well, given how I am now, what influence does this have on me? 
what impact does it have on the rest of me? Okay, this is the influence. Let me be present for it. And as you're present for it, present for it, what's the influence that brings? How does that things change on it? What changes for you? And it goes on and on from there. So hopefully that's clear, uh, what I'm saying. And if it seems a little more complicated or different than what you hear and you don't like it, you can just leave it here. So we now have a period for 